Podcast Network Asia. Annyeong mga K-drama pamangkin! It's Tuesday again and yes, your tita is back! My voice is back. Well, I wanna say 90% of it is back. Medyo garalgal pa rin, medyo paos. Pero at least, may boses na po kayong maririnig. Kasi ilang araw po talaga, ilang weeks actually, wala ako talagang boses. Kasi paos na paos po ako. Ay nako, kaya po kayo mga pamangkin magsiingat, iminom ng vitamin C, ingatan yung sarili nyo kasi panahon na naman po ng sipon at ubo. So anyway, I am back for another Tuesday K-Drama Chismisan. Supposedly itong episode na ito ay medyo mainit-init pa actually nung ginagawa ko siya kasi kakatapos lang ng K-Drama. And I think an hour after it, eh ginagawa ko na sana yung episode. Kaya lang, yun nga po, wala pong boses na lumalabas sa akin. <laughs> But why am I so excited about this K-Drama? Well... Ever since they announced that the lead actress of this gay drama is returning to the small screen after the massive hit of her gay drama last year, as the song say, um, all eyes are on her. <laughs> all eyes were on her. Anyway, and I am one of those that were um, so excited to see her in another gay drama. And now it's here. Last December 3 nga, via Netflix, the finale of the K-drama aired. And now, let's talk about it. Because mga pamangkin, it is time to talk about TVN's latest rom-com starring the beautiful Park Yun-bin. And that is the K-drama, Castaway Diva. Castaway Diva is about So Mukha or Mokha. <laughs> Ayan na naman po ang tita niyong Bikulana na mahirap na naman po. Hirap na hirap na naman po siya sa pagpronounce. Anyway, Castaway Diva is about So Mokha, park, played by of course Park Yun-bin, a girl who dreams of becoming a diva or a K-pop idol. Now, she wins a competition and goes to Seoul, supposedly goes to Seoul to take an audition, but gets stranded on an inhabited island due to the unfortunate to an unfortunate accident and returns to the world after 15 years. Now, aside from Park Yun-bin, who we last saw from the beloved K-drama of last year, which is Extraordinary Attorney Wu, the K-drama also stars two of the upcoming lead actors of this generation, which is Che jong Yup, who I last saw from the K-drama Love All Play and Hot Stove League, which also stars Park Yun-bin, by the way. And then we also have Cha Hakyon or N from the boy group Vix. So, sa mga fellow titos and titas ko of K-pop, you probably remember him as N from the K-pop group of or boy group of Vix. Now, it also stars my crush na crush na Aju C. Oh my gosh. Ito talaga yung mga isa sa mga ultimate Aju C ko. <laughs> Na si Kim Jo-hun or and Kim Yo-jin na asawa ng isa sa isa sa kupang eh 
isa ko pang crush na agency. So, sorry, clarify ko lang. Ang crush na crush kong agency na nandito ay si Kim Jo-hun. Na kung naalala nyo, is nasa K-drama din na um, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And kasali din dito sa K-drama na ito si Kim Hyojin na yung asawa naman, isa pa ding crush ko na agency. <laughs> Basta, marami akong crush na naman. Ay, just ko po. Anyway, the K-drama is 12 episodes and again is available on Netflix. Now, as we always say in this podcast, as I always say, before we get to our discussion, if you are new to this podcast, just a warning that I cannot do a K-drama review without spoiling some of the scenes in the K-drama. So like always... If you have not watched the K-drama Castaway Diva, please skip this episode for now and just go back to it once you are ready. Okay? But again, if you are already ready, then let's begin, mga pamangkin. So there are things that I love about this K-drama and obviously it's not perfect. So I also have a few things that could have been better as well. Let's start with the things that went right about this K-drama, The Castaway Diva. So the main story arc is the life of Somoka, okay? And her struggles in life, the abuse she experienced from her father. So trigger warning, okay? So for those um, na medyo may trigger, na the trigger sa mga eksenang ganun. So there was some ab- scenes um, that shows abuse in this K-drama. So please take that again as... Um, Just a gentle reminder. So just a trigger warning for you. So anyway, um, it talks about the abuse that she experienced from her father and of course getting stranded in that deserted island for 15 years. Now, but aside from that, in Castaway Diva, there is another very interesting story arc involving the two leading men that are brothers in this K-drama. So the story arc of the brothers also involves abuse. Okay, so again, trigger warning on the hands of their father. So yes, again, this K-drama is very triggering for any of you who had gone through the same trauma. So I would say do not watch it because there's a lot of scenes in here. And it's going to be a lot of episodes that has a lot of very triggering scenes. So if you are still... Again, very sensitive on those topics. I would rather that you don't watch the K-drama at all. Kasi mahirap. Mahirap panoorin siya. And if you keep on skipping, I don't think you will get the whole story of the K-drama. So, might as well not. Okay? But anyway, so yun nga. This K-drama is very triggering to any of you who had gone through the same trauma. So, please take that a necessary precaution if you want to watch this K-drama. Because again, the scenes in this K-drama can be very violent. Actually, very violent siya. So, I would not suggest even if... Um, sabi natin na pwede mo, mang, pwede mo namang iskip. Pero, again, I, I, I would not suggest that you watch it. Now, the father of the two boys and Mokha are crazy evil. So that's why I said no. Skip nyo na lang tong ep, ep, ano na to, na K-drama if medyo triggering. But Mokha's father, okay? So 
sa kwento kasi dito, the father of the two boys and the father ni Mocha, very crazy evil. They're both abusive. Pero kasi, yung kay Mocha's father died early in the series. But the dad of the two boys talaga, grabe, super nakakagigil. Super abusive. And so much that they have to escape and hide from him and even go as far as doing identity theft. So they took over someone's identity just so they can hide from their father. So um, if you watched the series and you did not understand why they had to steal someone's identity, because in Korea, anybody can ask for the government to provide the latest um, location of anyone that is from their family. So mother, dad, um, any of the kids. So kung hindi nila gawin yun, malalaman at malalaman ng father ang, ang location nila kasi required ang government they provide yun and required silang i-update ang government kung saan sila nakatira. Okay. So anyway, yun lang. Just wanna clarify that up in case you're wondering why they had to go through all those trouble. So, Despite it being very triggering and violent, I think the story of the boys and their whole family is very well written. Um, although the identity theft is very K-drama, <laughs> kasi napaka-timing naman. So, medyo may pagka-teleserye yung part na yun. But the trauma of the boys and the mom that they had to go through can easily be based on someone's real experiences. But their story and how they eventually got freed from the father was one of the most exciting, interesting, and satisfying story that I've seen in a long... It has been a very long time since I had such a satisfying, interesting, and exciting story arc. At yung ano, yung one last evil revenge sana ng father and when it got reversed and instead it happened to him... I literally, walang halong biro pamangkin, I literally stood up and clapped because of how satisfying that part was. Kasi ako talaga kinakabahan, super invested ako sa story arc nila. So that was so satisfying to watch na, na uno reverse si kuya mo. <laughs> Yung mga ginusto na sanang, mangyari sa asawa at anak niya because nga out of spite na gusto niyang mangyari sa kanila na reverse at sa kanya talaga nangyari so that was so satisfying and it has been such a long time na nakapanood ako ng K-drama na may ganong type of story na ang saya ng ending <laughs> definitely memorable kasi when that letter which contains the um, evil plan ng father was read, I was really so mad. And I'm sure kung napanood mo rin, ikaw din ang gigil, kinabahan. Until the last breath ng father, he was so evil. And feeling ko nga kinabahan na si Satanas na baka maagawan siya ng trabaho sa impyerno dahil dun sa tatay na yon. <laughs> so imagine how happy I am when the stepdad survived the attack. It was so beautiful. At yun nga, Ang ganda talaga ng pagkakalatag ng kwento na yun. Too bad though that this is just a story, sub-story arc in this K-drama. It actually can easily be a good plot, main plot of another K-drama. Like if you extract their story, you can actually create another K-drama altogether. And it would have been also so satisfying. 
Another substory arc in this gay drama is the mystery of the real identity of So Mukha's BFF. So before being stranded on an, in an island, um, Mokha, Park Yun-bin's character, had a BFF na yung name is Kiho. Um, but in the K-drama, when they grew up 15 years after, you have two potential Kiho that in some ways resembles the young Kiho that Mokha knows from the past. But none of them admits that they are Kiho and they obviously have different names because again, they have to go and change their identity. So, like the Reply series, kung napanood mo man ang alin, alin man sa Reply series, 1988, 95, 97, kung alin there was always that part of the story where you are guessing who they actually are when they become adults. So, that's one thing that you also will be doing here. So, there was a get, guessing on who the actual adult Kiho. Pero ako, medyo ano ako eh, pamangkin, may inkling. Hindi naman sa magpamayabang. <laughs> Pero ganun na rin. <laughs> Medyo may inkling na ako, siguro sa dami na rin ng k-drama pinapanood ko, so medyo may inkling na ang inyong tita na yung bunso, yung kiho, kasi walang glasses. Usually ganun eh, sa mga ano, hulaan, where the kid grew up and pahulaan kung sino siya paglaki niya, usually yung, kung may glasses noon, wala ng glasses paglaki, or kung walang glasses noon, eh may glasses na ngayon. So parang ganun, parang ma, ma, kung, maano kayo, ma... Maguluhan, ganon. Also, based sa billing ng K-drama, kaya malakas din ang kutob ko na yung bunso, yung kiho, kasi mas malakas, mas mataas yung billing niya. <laughs> At naman ako nagkamali. Sayang lang nga na, syempre, di masyado tumagal yung hulaan. Pero okay na din yun. Um, kaysa naman talagang hanggang sa dulo, hulaan mo kung sino si kiho. So, okay na din. It was needed also for the story. So, it was fun while it lasted. Now, speaking of the characters when they were young, I love the casting of the younger versions. Especially Nina Park Yun, Park Yun Bin's character. Yung younger version niya is for me how wig talaga ng older version or kay Park Yun Bin mismo. So, good job sa, act, sa casting. Ang cute din ng casting ng family ng two boys. Ang cute ang tingnan for me na yung mom and yung stepdad, they were both very tiny, petite. Pero yung two boys, pagkatangkad. <laughs> so, it's very rare in a K-drama. Not that it's needed, but it's also very rare that um, a family has some kind of chemistry. And it worked for this K-drama, for Castaway Diva. Yung family mismo... May chemistry sila. So, ang cute nilang tingnan silang magsasa- magkakasama at yung yung brothers na magkasama pa rin sa kwarto kahit mga 30 plus na sila, nakakatuwa lang. So, it, it was a very good um, chemistry and a very good casting for the family. Now, last but not the least among the things that went right for this K-drama are the songs. Not the pop that you can play doing, you know, chores, kabang naglalaba. So, it's not those types of Pop songs, but definitely the kind of songs you would want to play when relaxing. I also love that Park Yun Bin did really sing most of the songs in this K-drama. I don't know how edited it is, as I'm no expert, but it is really great job for her. Um, I also don't know. Um, I also didn't know, actually, <laughs> that she can sing, so... It was a surprise, a beautiful surprise. I don't know if you knew about it. Alam mo ba yun pamangkin na kumakanta pala si Park Yun Bin? 
ang hindi ko maalala siya in any of the K-dramas. But I know that she had um, Do You Love Brahms? I don't know kung ano yung isa niyang K-drama before the um, Extraordinary Attorney Wu. So, I don't know if she had to sing for that K-drama, but this is definitely the first time I've seen her. So, it was a pleasant surprise. And I love her. She was really good. And she was very pretty when she transitioned to the um, idol version. Now, let's get to the things that could have been better for this K-drama. And let's start with the story of Mocha. Okay, so the overall theme of the K-drama is about perseverance, okay? Mokha and her many struggles and inspiring perseverance and also her loyalty to her idol. But honestly, ang weak ng story ni Mokha. And to think, ah, siya ang bida dito sa K-drama na to. Siya yung castaway diva. Kasi I was... Kind of hoping with the title again of Castaway Diva and the plot being, you know, stranded in an island for 15 years, I was thinking that the story will focus more on her being slowly integrating to, slowly integrating herself again with the society. Kasi 15 years siyang nawala, diba? So a lot can happen in that 15 years. It's still 15 years of being alone in a peaceful island. And, um, yun nga. So I was hoping that I could see her struggle to rejoin the society. Then I will also I was also looking forward to her story on how after adapting to the real world again, she's now ready to conquer her dream that she temporarily put on hold because or that she lost actually when she got stranded on that island. So yun yung inahanap kong kwento niya. And sure we had that in the story too, but the story gets sides it was actually sideswept by the um, other sub-story sub arc, like the whole keyhole story and the struggles of her um, washed-up idol. Yung idol niya dito na medyo pinaglumaan na. So, may story din yun na nakikiagaw. So, imbes na mag-focus tayo sa main story arc, the spotlight gets taken by the other sub-story na pati ikaw, makakalimutan mo na na, teka lang. Di naman tayo nakafocus sa di na naman tayo sa nakafocus sa main story arc. So, minsan niroromanticize ko na nga lang na parang yung wash up idol can also be, you know, considered. Kinagaslight ko na lang sarili ko talaga. <laughs> Kinagaslight ko niroromanticize ko na lang na yung wash up idol can also be considered as a castaway diva kasi you know, now that her can career plummeted, um it somehow feels like she is also in a deserted island where no one is there to support her. So imagine the gaslight that I had to do for myself just to say na parang it makes sense na yung spotlight nakuha din niya. I don't know. Yun nga lang, syempre, iniisip ko lang na parang maging okay na din sa akin ang fact na medyo, yun nga, kinakain yung airtime. Ginagaslight ko na lang talaga yung sarili ko habang nanonood ng K-drama na to. So just ko, yung usapan ng ano, yung usapan ng stocks at yung back and forth ni ano ni CEO na di ko din alam if masama or mabuting tao hanggang dulo halos walang katapusan yung back and forth nila kukunin ng stocks tapos hindi tapos babawiin ulit naubos po yung oras 
puro ganun lang. At yun nga, kinakain din yung airtime. So, nakikihati pa sila sa kwento ni Mokha, ni Kiho, nung evil stepfather, nung struggle ni Mokha. Ay, just ko po. Ay, nako. So, yun nga. And speaking of that CEO and the has-been idol in this story, ako lang ba yung umasa na magkakabalikan sila? Ay, ako lang din ba yung may inakala na may secret plan si CEO na ikakabuti nung idol kaya niya nagawang lokohin si idol about that 20 million CD copies and yun nga, parang nire-ready niya na ito dahil mamamatay na siya. May ganun nangyayari sa utak ko na parang <laughs> hindi ko nga alam kung nasobrahan na ako sa pagkagaslight sa sarili ko. Pero remember that last episode na nag-work from home si CEO at ang putla niya kasi may sakit siya. Akala ko talaga matitegi bell si kuya mo at iiwan na eventually kay Ranjo yung pamamahala ng agency. Na parang iniisip ko yung alam mo yung mga kwentong ano, yung parang she he was letting her think that she was um that he was doing something evil para lang maprotektahan siya pero eventually malalaman natin na at the very last breath ng CEO iiwan niya din pala kay Rancho ng mas maayos na walang problema na parang ganun hanggang dulo kumakapit ako sa storyline na yun pero hindi na Puisit na yan, di naman pala. Tapos di ko rin alam if may happy ending sila. So, ginulo lang talaga yung buhay ko ni Ranjo at nung CEO, yung buong kwento nitong Castaway Diva. Wala nang magandang storyline, walang matinong ending, nakigulo pa sila. Anyway, another thing that could have been better for this K-drama is the chemistry of the main leads and even yung love triangle. Now, for the first time, I found myself not siding with any of the guys na may gusto kay Mocha. So, <laughs> and that's very, this is the first time actually, kasi usually, either kumakampi ako sa bida, na lalaki, or sa second love line. Pero naman usually, pag may love triangle, diba, na pinupush sa story hanggang sa dulo, may kinakampihan ka na parang feeling mo, ito yung bagay para sa bida, or parang para sa sa'yo. <laughs> Pero ako, Hanggang sa dulo, wala akong kinakampihan. So it got me thinking, why? And it's weird kasi usually nga in a love triangle, you always have one na bet mo for the bida and maybe one na bet mo for, for yourself. <laughs> so etos, anyway. Um, but seriously, okay? That got me thinking, is it because both of the guys are cute and not so douchebags in the K-drama because usually there's like the main lead who always feels like a douchebag and then the second lead is like a knight in shining armor pero alam natin na mas pinipili ng bidang babae yung mga douchebags so anyway in this K-drama both of them are cute and both are actually really green flags but eventually I realize it's because Park Yun Bin has no chemistry with any of them I'm sorry I'm sorry this is again just my opinion so, para sa akin, kaya pala, kahit sino palang makatuluyan niya, walang effect sa akin na parang, okay, nakatuluyan mo si ano, okay. <laughs> and again, I don't know about you, but I didn't feel the chemistry, unfortunately. So, mas may chemistry pa nga actually yung CEO at yung, yung idol ni Mocha. Na, yun, yun yung mas medyo inabangan ko yung love story nila, kesa sa kay Mocha at yung two boys. So anyway, if I will rate this K-drama on a scale of 1 to 10, the 10 being the highest, I will give Castaway Diva 
8.8. I set my expectations that this gay drama may not be as good as Extraordinary Attorney. Well, usually ganun naman ako. Like, I would always set myself na, okay, babaan natin ang expectations kasi the last K-drama was really good. It's very rare that they have something better than that. So, binabaan ko na yung expectation ko sa lagay na to, ha? And yes, it is not as good as Extraordinary Attorney Wu. But it's actually a decent K-drama. So, 8.8 pa rin siya sa akin. Again, except for those that I've mentioned that could have been better, the the K-drama is not that bad at all. Like I said, I love the story of the family Nikiho and all that mystery. Um, or like, not the mystery, but the whole family um, struggles and how they eventually freed themselves from that evil father. And also, the per-episode theme. So each episode kasi, if panoorin mo sa, K, ano, sa Netflix, yung titles niya, Netflix. <laughs> so Netflix. So each episode's title is like a versus, like um, versus-like situation. So, and some are actually really well written. I especially like the episode, um, which has the title, Cooler Box versus Drone episode. And the inside the fish tank versus outside the fish tank. And also yung episode about coincidence and fate or versus fate. So I actually remember the writing of It's Okay to Not Be Okay where each episode has a theme as well, which is based on a children's story. So medyo may ganong effect dito sa Castaway Diba. And it's actually really nice. Yun nga lang, hindi masyado na itahi yung K-drama. So again... I've already said my piece, so just go and <laughs> watch the K-drama if you want to confirm if tama yung sinabi ko. <laughs> now, the K-drama also has a very wholesome ending and has so many lessons that the viewers can learn. So, kaya medyo matas pa rin yung rating ko. The overall discussion on the perseverance in life is also very inspiring. May laman yung kwento niya, okay? So it's not just something that was just shown for the heck of a follow-up K-drama for Parking Bin. May laman itong kwento, which is why probably kinuha din niya or tinanggap niya itong K-drama. Um, so may laman yung kwento and not just a K-drama put together and something that they also bank on the popularity of the actress, especially that Park Yun-bin is one of the most popular actress so far in Korea. So it's not like that. May laman ng kwento, may kakapulutan kang aral. And it's again a very decent K-drama that really deserves a spot on my top 10 list, which is about to close. Kasi ilang tulog na lang po ay New Year naman. And you know what that means. It's time for Tita's Top 10 K-Dramas of 2023. And I still have a few more K-Dramas to watch, so let's see who made the list this year. And like always, I would love to know as well when you are ready for that episode, the final episode of K this podcast. Let me know as well who are the K-dramas that are part of your top 10. And who knows, maybe I will also mention that in that episode so that we can see kung pare-pareho tayo o may pagkakaiba tayong top 10. So let me know um, about your own top 10 list. And like always, let me also know about your thoughts on the K-drama Cast Away Diva. You can let me know through any of my social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, it's all at Anyong Tita.
And that is it. So, ito na yung una kong pabayad sa utang ko. For the last two weeks, hindi ako nakapag-upload dahil nga po ay ako ay paus na paus pa rin. So, there is one more episode that I will also upload at the same time as this. So, abangan nyo na lang if di mo pa napapakinggan. Check it out. There is another K-drama that I owe you. And now I am paying my debts. <laughs> All right, but that is it, Pamangkin. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Until the next Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Ano ba sinasabi ko? Until the next Tuesday. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Kamsamnida. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast. Hit the notification bell and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram so you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita, Anyong Tita!